from the creepy swamps deep in the heart of Cajun country, I welcome you to Fave Five from Fans, the podcast where I, Jamie Ray, your humble host, invite a friend of mine to create a list of five of their favorite things that we have a shared interest in, be it movies, books, TVs, toys, or whatever. Our own unique Venn diagram of topics near and dear to our hearts. We will then sit across from each other and to compare and contrast, dissect and disseminate our choices for you, the listening audience. We'll start off with honorable mentions, those selections that didn't quite make the Fave Five for good reasons or bad, and then we'll take turns unveiling our choices backwards from five, four, three, two, and one. You'll hear us discussing everything from alien invasions to zombie attacks, Rom the Space Knight. That's right, folks. We're finally going to talk about Rom the Space Knight to musical numbers, Edgar Allan Poe to Stephen King, both literature and film adaptations. All that's left is for you to decide who's right, who's wrong, and will we still be friends after all this? I can't wait to get started, so please sit back, strap in, and get ready for this episode of Fave Five from Fans. Greetings and felicitations, podcast universe. So thrilled to be bringing you another episode of Fave Five from Fans. Sorry we missed out last week. I had a visit from uh, Laura. You may know her, and you know she's kind of a busybody had to have things her way but we're back this week and i've invited a very good friend of mine to discuss a topic near and dear to my childhood heart we're going to be talking today about toys toys that make us smile toys that make us laugh but these toys are the ones that we never got and to discuss it i've invited a close personal rom pal to the plastic microphone studios Lee, welcome to the show. Hi there. Galadorian greetings. Galadorian <laughs> greetings, my brother. <laughs> uh, so this has been a long time in the making. Um, we are 27 episodes now, and I've talked about Rom the Space Knight at the very beginning of all of them. And finally, finally, we're going to talk about some toys. And we're going to just, I'm sure we're going to talk about Rom a little bit. Um, but Really, it's going to be about Christmas bygones and those toys that we never got as a kid. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, what brings you here, um, and just blow our minds. Oh, dear. Um, no pressure. Um, so... Um, I am Lee Seitz. I am sometimes known as Eclectic Lee, although that's more for the comedy music people. Um, the way you and I got to know each other is because I have this little website called ROM Space Night Revisited. Yeah, um, you do. And so it was, as far as I know, it was the first site on the inter- on the web uh, dedicated to ROM. Not as... Uh, dated lately as it should be but anyway um it's still there um i poke it every once in a while boop, boop. um so anyway we you uh you contacted me i believe um it was probably through twitter but because i was tweeting about rom um or, or rom space knight himself retweeted me or something anyway <laughs> something like that and you then you made me a rom pal and i made me very happy oh i I didn't make you a rom pal. You were already a rom pal. Well, okay. You just didn't know it yet. There you, there you go. 
So for anybody who doesn't know, Rom Pal is a little group of um, Rom fans that we have uh, here on Twitter and sometimes on Facebook. There are several groups out there, so we cross over um, back and forth. And basically, we just share things that we love about Rom every once in a while. Yes, there actually is new things going on with Rom. Uh, I think this week, for the very first time, we saw some uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes Avengers artwork that could have had Rom in it had there been a season three. Um, so, I mean, 1979, he's still cranking this stuff out. Um, so, anyway, it's a lot of fun. So, if you're out there, you can check us out. Uh, we're at the Rom Pals on Twitter. And your website is long um <laughs> all right i'll say it once but you're better off just googling rom space night revisited it's um http colon slash slash uh home dot highway h-i-w-a-a-y there's two a's dot net slash tilde l-k-s-e-i-t-z which is my name and l-k sites slash comics slash rom <laughs> So the, just you Google you got that out there, just, right? Just Google it. <laughs> just Google it. Revisited. And, and there is some amazing stuff on there, especially if you have any interested in ROM. It's got nearly, I think, every appearance. We, every once in a while, you find something that we didn't know was still out there. But it's pretty comprehensive. Less so than it used to be. Um, yeah. I've, I've got somebody who's, who's found a ton of stuff, and I just haven't managed to update it all. That's the part that's added me. Ah, well. But anyway. Most Maybe. of your, most, like, the main stuff you need is up there as long as you are interested in the Marvel version of ROM. I haven't done anything for the IDW version yet. I, I need to, but I haven't. Yeah, there's some good stuff for that. But yeah, the, the Marvel is where our hearts are. Um, so, well, that's some, that's some good stuff. And so this is not a video podcast yet. But uh, if you guys could see what I see, Lee has his beautiful in-the-box ROM figure sitting behind him. Um, I won't say that he's teasing me with it because I know he loves the toy, but it's doggone it, it's right there. I, that, was a, that was a present from somebody who enjoyed the website so much. I, I don't know that I would have one if they hadn't been so generous as to send me that. That is pretty amazing you've well you've put a lot of work into that site and like i said it for me it was uh, and still is a a huge uh, research uh, mecca to come to when i'm looking something up so all hail lee thank <laughs> thank you very much sir we're not worthy <laughs> thank you for the kind words so um now that i've kissed your butt enough let's uh <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> what we've came to but before we do that um i asked lee i tasked him just a day or so ago before we were going to do this show um to, to tell me what was your favorite toy when you were growing up and have, have i'm sure you've come up with one right yep yeah so if, i'd like you to lay it on me tell me what it was and tell me why it was your favorite toy Okay, so I actually started thinking about all the toys I ever had. <laughs> That's a lot. So I am the only child of an only child. Oh. So I may have been a little spoiled. Easy. Just, just a teeny bit. Anyway, <laughs> um, so 
you ask me again in a month, maybe my answer will change. But right now, um, I think what, what I what I decided it was, despite all the Star Wars toys I had um, and other things, um, I went with the Hot Wheels Thundershift 500. Oh, what? <laughs> Which I could not remember the name of, but I like that I found it online. Thank you, Google. Um, yeah, so what this was, it was a racetrack for your Hot Wheels cars. Mm-hmm. It actually came with two cars. It came with a red one and a yellow one. Um, they were like stock stock car, NASCAR race cars mm-hmm. with less logos on them. <laughs> um, and it, so it had two lanes. It was an oval track. Um, the, far, the far end from the start line was raised, um, had a little stand that went around the track so the cars went underneath it unless you did something wrong then they crashed in it but anyway (laughs) the the feature the main feature of this thing was um at the the near end the near oval near end of the oval you put your car you put the two cars in and there were two levers on either side of that oval that you grab and you pull it real quick and let go. And what that does is that makes a lever pop up out of the track behind the car uh-huh. and shoot it forward. Get out. And what you have the trick to doing well at this is when it comes back around, you have to hit that lever again at the right moment. Oh yeah. Shoot it through again. Usually it'll I think okay, so this I've that's toy I've forgotten. I think I want to say it came out around like 75. Uh-huh. So I was not even in kindergarten yet, possibly when I got it. Um, so I think the car would probably make it around twice So one, uh, from a start. Right. But eventually it would lose and fall off the track because of the angle at the, end, at the far end. Um, but more often, well... Not more often than not, but frequently, you hit that lever just a little too soon, yeah, and your car went flying straight up in the air off the track, oh. <laughs> or fly, yeah, flying somewhere. See, that's oh. a, I don't remember that toy. I remember the one that had the little wheels on each side of it, and it, you would pump it, and it would shoot the cars through. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's along the same lines. Yeah, it's similar to that, except this one you had to get the timing. That one. The one you're talking about just was just as soon as the car hit it, the, the two wheels mm-hmm. shot it through. This was you got to get that timing down. There's, there's, it's all up to you. You've, yeah. you've got to handle it. And um, eventually, so I eventually I had it for a lot. The pieces started disappearing. It had like little flags that went on the track and all. Okay. And eventually, stuff started disappearing, and we had to reinforce. Or my parents reinforced the cardboard with popsicle sticks because the cardboard <laughs> was bending. Um, but I, I kept, I didn't lose, the, I had kept the track, kept all the pieces of the track so I could still uh-huh. play with it until I sold my entire Hot Wheels collection. Uh, oh, I heard this story. Oh yeah. The I Hot Wheels. That oh day. yeah. So, so this was, this was like my first Hot Wheels set ever. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until I was in grammar school. I actually, I decided I would start collecting Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually um after i got married i still i come from a family of pack rats yeah. so i still had all my cars were still at my parents house after i got i think i think it was after i got could have been maybe we were dating 
anyway, some point after in college or later, um, somebody put an ad in the newspaper or something saying that buying Hot Wheels, and it was at the local flea market. And so I took it down and I sold him all my Hot Wheels stuff for wow. way too little money. Yeah. Um, so it's all gone now. But um, so I'm sorry. There was a point to this. So what I learned when I sold it, um, if you know anything about Hot Wheels, you know the original cars had little red lines on the tire. Uh-huh. Red lines. So this set is that old. It was all, It was like coming in at the very end of the red line era. What that yellow car? I told you it came with a red car and a yellow car. Right. I may get it wrong now. One of those two cars, I think it was the yellow one, but now I'm not sure, only came in that set. You couldn't get it any other way. Wow, exclusive. So this guy was he was trying to get a mint collection of red line hot wheels. Uh-huh. When you're flipping that thing with that lever and it goes flying, it doesn't stay mint very much. <laughs> so I did not provide him with a mint copy of one of those cars. Yeah, but he still, he, it. It. he still Ugh, got it. What a joke. What a joke. Well, it's my oh. own fault. I, I started, I named my price and my price. I should have, I should have known better. Yeah. Well, we live and we learn. That's what eBay's for, right? We can go back and get that stuff. So... Well, my number one favorite toy uh, has got to be the Big Jim pack figure of the Commander that had the cool little wristband that you could open up and it had a sticker in it. I mean, it had a communicator on it. Um, <laughs> well, it's and, like here to start command. Yeah, exactly. But I... Uh, I loved those toys, uh, but of all of them, that was probably my favorite one. Um, I had um, a bunch of them. I had the laser Corvette. I had the the pickup truck that had, you know, what an exciting toy to have an RV, you know, for your soldiers. <laughs> but I had, I, wait, I had yeah. the RV. Yeah. Now, like I'm. I'm saying it actually had a camper on the back of the pickup. Oh, Big no, Jim himself right. had an RV. Yeah. Okay. I had the, the R- back. I had the RV. Yeah, that tan not, one. Not the truck. It was just it was kind of a big boxy thing with wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Those were cool. That that was used from a yard sale. Oh uh, well, still. Is it behind that screen? No. <laughs> no. Um. All those toys. I I will. I will. I will probably, I will bring that up again in a little while. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Moving on then. Moving oh, on. Oh, but I'm sorry. But otherwise I wanted to say, I didn't know, have any clue who Big Jim was other than getting that RV. <laughs> I oh, don't really? Remember, I don't remember the Big Jim toys. Oh, wow. I loved them. Because uh, before the pack came out, I had a couple of, I have like Bim, Big, I had him and Jeff and one of the other guys and they had the, the karate action, you know, and they had the cool muscles where when you would pull the, the, the bicep would come up, you know, it's like, <laughs> okay. yeah, work it, work it. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think now we've got that out of our system. We need to talk about the toys that we never got as a child. Now for this list, you can have this toy now. That's perfectly acceptable. Oh, good. But, I don't have to change my yeah. list. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the toys that when Christmas rolled around or our birthday candles had to be blown out, that that toy that we wanted was not there. And so I, I, I let you pick a couple of honorable mentions as is 
right with the show. So why don't we start off and you give me your two honorable mentions. Okay. So I actually only had one honorable mention until yesterday. Um, I don't remember what what triggered the thought, but I suddenly realized, oh, yeah, I should. That that obviously deserves to be on my list because what it is is um, in the Transformers. Uh, there was one. Of, let's see. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, let me. I'll, okay, so that's your that's your tease. It's a Transformers. <laughs> so what happened was um, I realized yesterday that I they have reissued one, which is your hint, your second mm-hmm. hint. They reissued okay. this one, a Generation One toy. I saw it in the to- in the store when I was buying presents for my son's birthday a couple months ago. <laughs> and I got went, a <laughs> no, no, I was like, oh. But anyway, it was Astro Train, the triple train. Oh yeah. He was a train. He was a space shuttle, and he was a robot. Yeah, I remember so it, that. Yeah, so it just so happened. So I watched transformers tv show i collected the comic i was never into the toys <laughs> kind of backwards that's the whole point you missed yeah. it like you were supposed to buy the toys to go along with it yeah well so but t- i was in high school when transformers was coming out so i had other things to spend my money on actually mainly comic books probably <laughs> <laughs> um so i did get a bumblebee at one a little bumblebee at one point and he is he is mia right now i gotta figure out what happened yeah, um, but I never got the Astro Train, which I'm sure mm. wasn't quite as cool looking in person, chain doing that triple change thing as he was in the TV show and the comics. Oh, uh, it probably didn't even make the noise. Oh no, <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, but I suspect part of the reason I liked it so much was because my father is very into trains. Uh huh. Theoretically, as a model railroader, although he hasn't had one set up in, in decades. Uh, and also, of course, I'm interested in science fiction and astronomy and that sort of stuff. So I suspect that's why I always wanted that particular Transformer. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool one. Astro Train. So that, so, so that was my first honorable mention. Okay. Um, the second one, which I remembered it, and I was like, and and it just didn't quite make the list uh-huh. um, it it was it was kind of a toss-up but um and and you may you may think of the wrong thing when i say this it was called the dungeons and dragons computer fantasy game okay it was by mattel electron oh, so what happened was mattel i think it was particularly mattel electronics made a licensing deal with tsr TSR were the original originators of Dungeons and Dragons. I remember them well. Yeah, before Wizards of the Coast bought them. Um, so, from that licensing agreement, they did two Intellivision games, or at least two. Um, and they did something called the Dungeons and Dragons Computer Labyrinth game, which was a big plastic square, few inches thick. And I should have, even though this is a podcast and not a video thing i should have grabbed mine i forgot to do that anyway you it has a bunch of red squares on it you take your figure you take your figure and you go around the maze and find out where the walls are and then you oh cool find the treasure and then you bet you want to avoid the dragon anyway that's the one most people are going to think of that's the dungeons and dragons computer labyrinth game what i'm talking okay. about though is the dungeons and dragons computer fantasy game 
Right. It was about the size of a of an audio cassette. Okay. It was an LCD game. Oh yeah. Okay. I know those games. Yeah. So this one, it was you're trying to go around the dungeon and find the dragon. Let's see the dragon. Actually, you know what? I need to let me let me read you the description from okay from the and so I found the instructions online, which are now way too small. Sorry. Um, Slay the evil dragon as quickly as you can. Avoid flying bats and pits that trap you. Find magic arrows. I'm sorry, find the magic arrow and shoot the dragon. If your aim is good, you win. Score shows your game time. Be wary, but be fast. If you enter the dragon's lair, he'll devour you. Nom, 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 nom. If you take too long, the dungeon door will close, sealing you inside. Wow. So, do you have you picked that one up yet i do not own no i still do not own one of those no. okay but in the, so this came out i was probably i think around time i was in middle school mid probably early 80s yeah, early to mid 80s and i think one of i if i remember correctly one of my friends in middle school had one and i got to play it briefly uh-huh. and I, of course he didn't have the instruction book with him so of course not i was just kind of you know, he i guess he t- probably told me something but i was not too impressed actually once i finally played it because <laughs> like um where's is there any logic to you know follow where do you have any warning that you're going to fall into a pit or a bat's going to attack you or any of this so I, yeah. i'm not sure and but so just for the podcast i found the instructions so afterwards i can go read the instructions and find out how to play yeah. maybe it'll all make sense and then you just have to find that guy you know and uh see if he still has it <laughs> Hopefully yeah. you put fresh batteries in it. Or maybe I'll look on eBay. <laughs> so well, those was, are those yeah, are some those good ones. Um so for mine, uh I went back and kinda kinda thought now I, I am one of two kids. My brother's a few years older than I am. And um we we didn't really play together a whole lot. We did, I guess, when we were younger, but um so the, a lot of my play was, I had I was I was all into to different things, you know. I did um, Legos a lot, but I I built things for my other toys, like for my Buck Rogers toys, or you know for whatever. Um, but one toy that I always wanted, and I don't know why I never got it, because it costs just a measly one dollar and twenty five cents. And it was on the back of practically every comic book from the 1970s. I'm talking about the 100-piece toy soldier set (laughs) from Lucky Products. (laughs) (laughs) It comes with four tanks, four jeeps, four battleships, four cruisers, and on and on and on. And a bunch of those little guys. And it comes in a six by three by three foot locker where you could write your name on the side of it. So you know the one I'm talking about, huh? I know exactly the <laughs> ad you were talking about. Yes, that ad was everywhere. Everywhere. And, you know, when I did a little research, I saw that it uh, it actually had evolved a little bit throughout the 70s. Of course, I think the price went up, too, you know, a little bit. But um, I remember that you cut out that little coupon, and it says, here's my dollar and 25 cents. <laughs> Rush the toy soldier set to me. From Westbury, Lincoln, New York, New York. <laughs> 
um so anyway I, I just always thought that was cool you know i had of course toy soldiers but i never had that whole set you know so I, yeah i had a set of toy sold of little green army men mm -hmm. i don't remember where they came from oh you um, could get them everywhere but well, it was... yeah but i don't remember how i mine acquired um and i told you pack rat they are still at my parents house they're mm -hmm. still in that original um, they're still not original they're still in the bucket which i've forgotten now what the bucket is that that i kept them in they did come in buckets at one point this one doesn't say army men on it i forgot this is a completely different product something i don't know where my parents got it yeah anyway it's still sitting on the shelf in my in my parents living room and my youngest son son now loves playing with those anytime we manage to go down there that is so awesome you know i mean 30 40 years later you know and that same simple toy can bring so much joy to a kid you don't have to have a, a 3d computer graphic game to you know to inspire a kid to play i'm just, not sure i can convince my children <laughs> <laughs> well my second honorable mention is even more or i don't know i guess it's even less low tech than that one is and it was it came out in 1975 and I remember wanting it so bad, but my parents felt like it was too old for me and that I might cut a finger off while I was whittling away on my Milton Bradley shrunken head set. Do you remember this one? Um, no. you could, it was an Apple sculpture set. Ah. And it was, again, it was one of the ads on the back of the comic books and the cover has one of my favorite actors of all time, Vincent Price, holding up two little apples that you would whittle the face and stuff into. And then uh, I guess you'd put it in the, I don't know. I don't even remember to tell you the truth. I, I didn't have the toy. So damn it. I'm not going to go back and relive those harsh, harsh memories, <laughs> but you could no, you could get it and uh, it would come with different hairs and it would come with little things that you could put on it. And then the apple would, would start to shrink up as as it you know dehydrated um but there were some cool I, there was even a tv ad i remember seeing with vincent price on it and i'm thinking oh man vincent price is awesome and of course then i realized he actually hadn't probably sculpted those but still <laughs> damn it he still did uh dr fives and i love him uh, so but, uh, what companies? I do not remember this ad. What companies' comics did you tend to buy around that time? Or where is back issues? Have you bought or? No, I was buying a lot of DC back then. When I was a kid, that's, I was yeah. That's probably what it is. The, the only DC I bought when I was younger really was Super Friends. Oh, okay. And those issues were were usually not. They were kind of far apart. So. Um, yeah this this was a, another Milton Bradley toy. Okay. You know, which I'm I'm already starting to hear several times. You know, I wonder how I mean Milton Bradley was huge now that yeah. I go back and look at it, you know. Yeah. Uh I remember they put out another toy back in like nineteen seventy-nine. Um it was like an electronic toy, it was silver, it was like 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 a robot man or something. Um, um are you talking about Parker Brothers? Parker Brothers, that was it. <laughs> Not Milton hmm. Bradley. Those those were competitors. I know, I know. I'm getting to uh I'm getting to ahead of myself though. <sighs> okay. So now that we've played around with our honorable mentions, I think it's time to attack the list. All right. 
So why don't we start off with your number five favorite toy you never got as a kid? Okay, so um, you mentioned, I'm, I'd forgotten now if you named everything I had behind me, but you mentioned something I, ha I have sitting over my shoulder. Um, there was a toy called the Starbird. And I didn't know it until, well, maybe 10 years ago. Well, how long has it been? Anyway, some number of years ago. Um, that the same guy who created the electronics in ROM created the electronics in the Starbird. I'm talking about um, Bing McCoy. There we go. There we go. I don't his name. Anyway, so the Starbird, which is not my number five pick. Um, why am I trying? It's an audio thing. Why am I trying to turn around and grab it? Um, it would react to if you point it down or point it up. It would make this engine noise, and it would change depending on how you angled it and such. Right. My best friend in elementary school, hi, Cody. I, we're not in touch anymore, but if you happen to hear this, he had one, and I always thought it was very cool. So, But what I wanted was the Starbird Intruder, Ooh. which was black. Ah. But it was also basically, all right, so the Starbird comes apart. You can take off the front and take the engine out of the back and stick it on the front, so now you got a small ship, and then there's... Uh -huh. There's a little, it turns out that the big casing on the front is actually comes off and there's an even smaller cockpit inside. So this, the intruder was black, but it was basically like that front piece of the chip, uh -huh. maybe a little bit extra on it. Um, so I wanted that because, you know, then he and I could play and we could right. each other. And so I wanted the intruder. I don't have an intruder, but yes, I did pick up a Starbird few years ago i see that there was a local comic book store comic and toys they also did some toys going out of business um oh. well let me rephrase that they were closing their retail location um it was a guy who went around to con he basically spent his weekends at cons selling mm -hmm. and buying um what toys. a glorious life yeah toys cards and comics so he had they had this in the shop when they were closing it's complete. It's all there. Wow. The box is there, although it's got tape residue on it, um, and it's coming apart. But Still looks beautiful. Good. Looks beautiful. Um, yeah, and I believe I got it for like 20 bucks. Oh, oh. Um, the, the uh, battery, the 9-volt battery clip is broken. One of the two uh, contacts is broken off. I bought the bits I needed to take the thing apart. I bought uh -huh. the battery, new battery clips I need to solder on. Yeah, yeah, I did those two things. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't changed out the battery, uh, yep, but I have everything I need to to do it. One, well, one day. you should yeah, just pick a weekend. Pick I don't know, maybe the next three day weekend coming up. <laughs> Labor Day <laughs> might take me that long to mow. I, I want to see that thing working. I want to see it. And do you know why I want to see it working so bad? Why do you want to see it working? Because my number five is the Starbird. <laughs> wow, that didn't take long. <laughs> I didn't want the Avenger. As a matter of fact, I, I didn't even know there was an event, uh, uh, an intruder. I knew there was an Avenger which was basically, I mean, it looked like the same one. It just had different stickers, I think. 
but the starboard command base ah that's what it was all about but i had that kid in my neighborhood that one kid who had all the toys and he had one and i can remember going over to his house and you know hey steve can i yeah oh god i love that toy so much and never got it you know i don't but to be fair i don't know that i ever asked for it because i remember making lists and getting you know what stuff off the list sometimes but uh, i just remember when, when i started looking this this back up seeing that and just and i think it popped up did it pop up on twitter like on your feed or something not too long ago um, maybe it was on facebook i think i did i mention i i you know this this kind of stuff's been on my mind here so i have may have possibly have mentioned it yeah it's it's always cool because it's kind of got like the uh the r2d2 thing on the back oh yeah which yeah, I think it's actually like a, I don't know, was it a turret or something? It's it's a turret. Um, it has a gun there, uh-huh. and also you can, it actually comes out, it's actually a ball. Oh, okay, okay. It helps if I hold it up high enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. It, yeah, I definitely like, think it was supposed to look like an R2-D2, you know, just for the positioning and everything else. Um, I but, thought about that too much, but yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was oh, it's such a thing of beauty, man. <laughs> I want to see those cannons light up soon. You hear me? Uh, all right. You, you give me motivation. I'll, <laughs> I'll put it on the list of all the things I have to do. Uh, yeah, I'll move it a little higher on the higher. list. <laughs> oh, and we should say you were talking about Milton Bradley. That's who made the Starbird. Exactly. Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley came out. The first, uh, the Starbird itself came out in 78. And then I believe the Avenger and the Command came out in 79. And I don't know about the intruder. I'm assuming it's probably 79 or 80. I'd probably go with 79. Yeah. Um, oh, and you mentioned uh, not asking for it. I'm. It's that was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure I remember at some point my mom and I were in service merchandise. You remember service merchandise? Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said something at some point. It's like, oh look, they've got the intruder. That would be cool to have. And I, yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh. Thanks, mom. <laughs> I, sh- I should maybe give the disclaimer now because I suspect my mother might actually listen to this. Um, what? That ahead. would make seven people who listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm not saying she's going to listen or keep listening. Oh, okay. There you go. I'll be um, worried there for a minute. Um, and she, uh, when I was making this list, I started going through all the toys. I was like, wow, I actually want for a whole lot I, like yeah. I said, that, that second that only child of an only child thing that, uh-huh i think that i think that really i had i had to work to make this list to, to really wow. think of the stuff i really wanted that i didn't get because i got an awful lot of stuff well that's that's a that's an awesome childhood yeah. well well so thanks. thanks mom <laughs> so speaking of that list what's your number four toy four is kind of a kind of an off thing um i think it was only made only available from sears i don't think it was something you you got anywhere else it was called the highway police chase that's police hyphen chase okay (laughs) don't know why but anyway um and i 
pretty sure I remember seeing this. Um, I know, so I know for a fact I found it. It's in the 70s, 1977 Sears Wish Book. Oh, um, I love the Wish Book. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember at least one year, and I'm pretty sure it was two years in a row, getting the Wish Book and circling that <laughs> at my grandparents' house, like this. I want this right here and, and and i didn't i don't remember what i got instead but i didn't get that i'm sure i got wow. something wonderful but um it cost 12.95 oh come on grandma y'all could have done that batteries not included well okay batteries are expensive uh well let's see it says a package of four batteries cost 99 cents oh that puts it almost 15 dollars, man yeah but it was 1977 <laughs> that was a lot of money in 1977 <laughs> So uh, what this was, um, it was kind of kind of a light blue track that you put together. It uh-huh. had all these curves and, and on on ramps and off ramps, uh, even though it was all self-contained. It had little highway signs and lights, Ooh. street lights, and it had two battery-powered cars. One there was a red sedan and a uh, black and white police car, um, and. Honestly, that was about as much as I remembered until I found it in the wish book. So what happened was that both the cars go the same speed, mm-hmm. but it's got all these little gates and things that you go through and you can change. So you change where the car is going and you're trying to, I guess one of, I guess you get a friend and one of you is trying to get the police car to the red car and the other one's trying oh. to get the red car away from the, from the police car. Oh, wow. That's fun. So, that's, that sounds like a cool toy that, that, Actually, on my short list that didn't make it was the uh, Tyco Police Pursuit slot car race set. Ah, um, yeah, so I remember all, all those slot was, car sets. Yeah, that was the one that had the Smokey and the Bandit car. Ah, uh, but it wasn't Smokey and the Bandit. It just happened oh, to yeah. be a black yeah. Trans Am with gold, you know, Firebird look. Yeah, just um, like Hot Wheels just happened to make a black Trans Am with the mm, gold Firebird. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, those were cool. I never did a lot of slot cars. Um, I was actually a train man myself. My dad had a, a, I still have parts of it. We used to take it out for Christmas and put it around the tree. Um, but those, oh, that's good. So yours, when you say it was battery powered, did you have a controller for it? I, no, I don't think so. It was just, you, you put the, I think you just put the batteries in the I car let and them turn, go. Or turn oh. the car on and they just went. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. You, just, you had to reach in and, and move, move these little gates around it. Mm-hmm where it would go gotcha that's a good toy that sounds like a lot of fun not as much fun as my number four though okay i'll I'll believe you just gotta say so of course being that we're pretty close to the same age uh, you had to be a six million dollar man fan and if not we could end the podcast now (laughs) but i had several of the six million dollar men things I didn't have a ton of them. So this is the time that I want to take a quick little side jaunt here to tell you a story about the most valuable lesson I ever learned was when I got for Christmas, the bionic man, the bionic mission vehicle that you could put him in. And it had a little winch that would come down and he would grab the uranium or whatever for him to save the day. And and I remember it, I remember it, close my eyes, I could see the living room. Um, 
and opening up the box and there's that toy you know and my dad my dad the voice of reason is like okay well let's let's take you know the instructions and let's put on the stick no 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 dad i know how this works i've seen the commercial like a million times he's like well yeah but let's see no 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 i got it and so you i grabbed it and i grabbed the little winch and i yanked <laughs> you i could still hear the little plastic snapping like dry bones in the fall and that was it i broke all the spokes on it and it never worked oh no yeah so i always always read the instructions now but that year for christmas and no other year ever as a child did i open up the six million dollar man's bigfoot the sasquatch beast yes it wasn't until probably five or six years ago that i ever owned a bigfoot the bionic bigfoot right right you know and i i was able to buy one on ebay where the um the, one of the arms was broken uh, but he still had the chest plate you know when you hit the chest plate so I, I took it and you know me I, I don't mind playing around with them and i kind of did all my stuff and sanded it and put it all back together and it you know it looks okay uh i have it in my little cabinet with all my other six million dollar mans but never got that one for christmas you know can't say i mean i remember i had a mascotron so steve had somebody to fight you know and what i think uh the Bigfoot had what four points of articulation, like he moved at the shoulders and maybe moved the legs at the uh at the hips or something, and that was it. So it's kind of more of an inaction figure than uh, hey now, that, that, that's, that, that's, I I know who we're talking about. I know his his head didn't move either, you know. Well, there were there were there were lights in the neon. That's right. <laughs> All right, but so let's move away from that sad story and you regale us with your number three toy. Well, it, it's interesting that, that your number four was, was a $6 million man toy. Ooh. Just, just, just by coincidence, my, my number three. Yes. You had a mascotron? I did. I never got a mascotron. <laughs> that was a. Great toy. I looked at the ads in the comic that they advertised that one in the comic books mm-hmm. a lot. I, I was I was getting ma- probably mainly Harvey comics, Casper and Richie Rich and all, and it seemed like there was lots of six million dollar man ads in there. And yeah, well, okay, also Looney Tunes. Anyway, <laughs> some Whitman's comics. Anyway, yeah. So I saw the mask. I'm sure there must there was probably commercials on TV. I don't remember those. I remember the comic book ad because it was a great ad. Oh yeah. Kept reading those comics over and over and over again, seeing that ad over and over again. And I had the $6 million man. I had both versions of the bionic woman. I had Oscar Goldman in his briefcase. Yeah. Oscar briefcase and his headset because he came with a headset at first, but everybody lost it. You kind of look like Oscar right now. Thank you. I'm sure you do too. <laughs> um, but anyway, but Mascotron, yes, that's what that is what I wanted, um, and I, I didn't ever get it. So my, I don't remember who I had my six million dollar man fight um, because 
I just had the bionic women and the six million dollar man, and then I had a Steve, all right, so my so mother, Steve's a lover, not a fighter. So well, yeah, you know. I guess. Uh, well, let, so let me tell you, um, being that um, my mother, I told you, but the only child I am, I am the son of was was my mother, mm-hmm. and the grandparent I probably hung out the most with was her mother. Right. Um, I had a skipper figure, a doll, at one point, and she kind of went along with. You know, she was the same size as six million dollar man and bionic woman. So sure. And um I had a big I used the big gym uh R big R V for the six million dollar man to go around in. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I don't remember who I what I I'm a, he, I must have been more of a hero thing. Right. Than, you know, right. than than fighting a villain. Exactly. And did um, did he throw a uh a concrete laden pole into the side of the R V every <laughs> once in a while? No, that was so. I listened to that the Six Million Dollar Man episode, and oh, okay. I went, wow! I thought I really, I thought you know, I was really big into the Six Million Dollar Man and all that, but apparently, I don't remember hardly anything. <laughs> the episodes I remember are the ones where he was fighting the space probe. Oh yeah, you know, the, those, those probe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two, those two episodes where they they redesigned it and had him fight it again essentially yeah yeah um those are the ones i remember best but the rest of them you guys are talking about and going wow i guess since i haven't seen them <laughs> since they were in you know and i was i think i was too young to see them first run so i was watching them in syndication yeah me too me, i mean maybe the third fourth seasons i was probably old enough to watch it but they were heavy into rotation yeah you, know, you could catch it all the time yeah, so I'm sure I saw all those episodes, but I since I haven't seen them, I don't. I've never had them on video or anything. Yeah, I haven't seen them since then. So my they're memories, on the Peacock. Oh, okay. You, know, we you have, can watch we them with commercials. No, that one's free. Well, I you mean, can, yeah, but we haven't we haven't like added it to our. Oh, okay, okay, yet. yeah. It's 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 got commercials, but it's pretty cool. You know, yeah. That's great pick. See, we would have been cool play, hanging out because I could have <laughs> I could have. Did you have Bigfoot? No. no oh, okay, no, never mind. No, I wouldn't no, have played with you. Never yeah, mind. no villains. No villains, <laughs> just heroes. Well, my number three is more of a – it probably would have been one of my first techie toys. Or am I mispronouncing Trekkie toys? <laughs> uh, I'm talking about 1974's Star Trek Communicators from Mego, and they were actually working walkie-talkies that you'd flip open now they were this weird blue color so the base the, the body was blue and then the the part that flipped open the antenna screen was like a dark blue uh and of course it had you know the the extending star wars lightsaber ish uh <laughs> antenna that would pop out yeah. but man those things were gold uh, I, I remember what, cause I think you could pop it open and like, do, 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 you know, cause I knew, I knew Morse code, you know, at oh. four. Yeah. Yeah. I don't tell a lot of people that, but had a buddy. <laughs> Did you had... get beat up over this? Maybe. <laughs> no, <laughs> I got beat up for so many other things. Okay. And to go along with that, they had the tricorder with the same weird blue colors, but it was a cassette recorder. Oh, yeah, so you okay. could have both toys. They would tear through the batteries at 99 cents a pack. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but man, they were so cool because I had the Starfleet phaser um, target game. And so it would come with phasers that you could set up these little reflective targets and, and shoot a light beam at it. Or you could, I also had the ones that you could put the little discs. Remember when we were kids, you could shoot the disc and you could replace them with pennies. If you really hated the person you were playing against. Uh, <laughs> so I had the try the, uh, the phasers, but man, I never got the communicators or the tricorders and doggone it. I wish those, that is one thing I remember asking for. But I guess because I got the phaser game that, you know, oh, he just wanted a Star trek thing. But uh, yeah, that one, yeah, man, wanted that one big time, big time. Um, Not as much as the next two, but pretty big. Okay. I want to say that I've seen a comic book ad for those communicators, but mm-hmm. I could be, yeah, I'm sure I've seen an ad for walkie-talkies. Maybe I've just, maybe they weren't Star Trek. Well, you remember the, you know, the ones that I actually ended up getting though, when I was much older, probably nine or 10, <laughs> do you remember the Chiquita banana walkie talkies that um, you could get the stickers and then send them in with some money? I think, I think I may have seen an ad for that too. Yeah. yeah. That's the ones I ended up with. <laughs> I think those are just as cool as the Star Trek. I, now I think they're very cool. Yeah. Very. <laughs> But so, oh, you, know, you know what would be very cool? Mm-hmm. Your number two. My number two. Oh, wait a minute. That <laughs> doesn't come out right. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. You've been doing this podcast how long? <laughs> um, okay. So, you, you may be shocked that this is my number two. Well, I know it's not Skipper because you've got, you've already said that you've, oh. you've had one. So, yeah. Um, my, my, Number two of my top, five, my fave five. Sorry, I got to get the name right. Yeah, don't say the T word. Was another toy that Cody had, my friend in elementary school. Hi, Cody. I never got Rom the Space Knight. No, really? He's my number two. He's not. Wow. I wonder what your number one's going to be. So I have to make a, you know, a, a confession here. Um, Rom was not on my radar when I was nine or 10 years old, but he was on yours. So tell us about it. All right, well, I, I don't know. I, th- I think we're done. I think, I think this, that's <laughs> the end of the podcast. We're done. Same to the friendship, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, so what order did things happen in? Um, you know, I don't really remember. I can't tell you where I first saw Rom, but I sus- I suspect I saw ads on TV. But what happened was Co- my friend Cody, he got him for a birthday or Christmas or something. He he got lots of cool toys. I'm sure I did too, but you know, you yeah. always want you always want the thing you didn't have. That's why we're doing this list. That's right. Um so he got a Rom Space Night. Um and we played with him. Um you know, he was cool to play with, but um and then i'm not sure if i have i don't know that i have the timeline i had started i had always had comic books in my life my parents and grandparents were always buying me looney tunes and um casper and richie rich and all that when i was little so i can't remember not having comic books but i decided to start collecting 
comic books. And I was in, in 80, probably 82. Okay. Um, with Star Wars. Good choice. Because I was this huge, I was a huge Star Wars fan. You know, I was, what, six when it came out. So, you know, this was kind of mind-blowing. Right. Never seen anything like that before. So anyway, I was all into Star Wars. So I said, I'm going to start collecting the Star Wars comics. So Cody, you know, we're best friends. He decides he's going to start collecting comics. But he's going to start collecting ROM Space Knight. Oh. So he started collecting ROM, and I'm collecting Star Wars. And let's see, at this point, um, it was Star Wars, was it number 56, I think, when I started reading? So it's after... Interest. I had actually bought some of the Empire Strikes Back adaptation, but I wasn't right. really considering myself a collector yet. Um, so uh, anyway, and so after I got some traction on Star Wars, it was like he's telling me about Rom the Space Knight because you know the the all the mythos is in the comic; it's not the toy, right? And he's thirty something issues in by um it was 20 it was 20 something 20 something okay it was 20 something because i saw so i got interested and i started buying it too you know so we we can talk about it and all this so i started buying rom with number 25 Ah, okay good double size issue with yes two roms and a galactus uh yeah i guess on the last page yeah um so uh spoiler alert sorry thing is (laughs) (laughs) the thing is that i can be a little obsessive um (laughs) so i kind of start i out collected him on raw oh wow Um, and so by issue i think i i ended up actually my uh we actually i got subscriptions direct from marvel Mm -hmm. star wars and rom coming in little plain brown wrapper I got Star Wars and G.I. Joe. Ah, okay. Um, so come issue 32 and 33, I bought them for Cody, and uh-huh. he was going to take them and pay me back. Yeah. And he never did. I still have those. <laughs> I still have oh, wow. two copies of 32 and 33 uh, because of that. Um, so he, he kind of gave up. He didn't stick with it very long, but I stuck with it. Yeah. I never got the action figure. Um, and I have I have done um, back when eBay first started, I started going, I wonder if I can pick up some of those Christmas catalogs. And so I managed I picked up I only picked up a couple. I picked up like I think maybe a Sears one from seventy nine and a Montgomery Wards from nineteen eighty. Uh-huh. Rom's price got cut in half. Wow. In a year. <laughs> wow. So um, I'm pretty sure I must have seen him on the toy shelves, but I really don't remember. But yeah, you no, know, the, the comic outlasted the toy. And I never mm-hmm. once once the toy was gone from the, the stores and the comic's still going. Um, yeah, I, ne- I never I never saw one. I never got one. My parents uh, never got me one. Um, but now you have a beautiful, beautiful copy behind. Well, now I have three. Oh, okay. <laughs> um so i picked i picked one up on ebay complete no box no no just it's just the figure the accessories and the cord um and then i had the one in the box given to me 
And then I picked up at some point. I've forgotten now. I picked up another one. He's just bare. It's just the action figure. Uh huh. So that means that I've kept this one in the box. All right. I'll I'll be honest. I've, I've opened the box, <gasps> but it, I've never taken him off the cardboard. It's not meant. <laughs> well, I wanted to see the instructions because I could. <laughs> there was no other way for me. I recreated the instructions on my website. I wanted to make sure I got yeah. it right. <laughs> all I'd seen was a photo. Somebody sent me a photocopy before I got this boxed one. Yeah. But you know, that's in, that's in black and white. And this, so this, it's got that the, green to it, doesn't instructions it? has got that. Yeah. It's got that yeah. extra yeah. green. I think it's green and blue text anyway. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so number two, believe it or not, the ROM guy. No, nope, cannot wait to hear what number one is. Um, so, before we get there, I'll tell you my number two is not actually even a toy. It's not even a game. So I was a huge fan of the Starlog magazine, which I'm sure you read. And many, many times we'd get to the very back of the Starlog and I would find myself wistfully imagining exciting adventures from the disco to the outer limits of space wearing my warrior's battle jacket and having my warrior's battle pack slung across my shoulders straight from Battlestar Galactica do you remember those ads those full with the whole galactic family the father the mother the boy and the the little girl and they all had the jackets with the clips, you know, the magnetic yeah, yeah. clips in the front. Oh man, yeah. I wanted that tour that that set so bad. I, I do think I remember seeing that. My father bought. My father was big into Star Trek. Uh huh. And so he started. He bought Starlog regularly. So yeah, oh, I'd, yeah. I I didn't necessarily read it that much, but I did. You know, I did flip through it a lot, all of it. Well, this was uh, 1979. Uh, of, course, of course, they came out, I'm sure, for a few years. Uh, you could see it maybe in um, Famous Monsters, maybe, too. Uh, and I know that recently, like within probably the last four or five years, there's been a company that's recreated them. And you can get the classic ones or you can get the ones from the Ron Moore uh, Battlestar reboot. Uh, and the... Uh, found pictures of them of the original ones and um i'm probably pretty happy that i never did get them because from what i've seen the 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 colors are off and the this every almost every one of them has chipped away uh where the magnets would go together for it but man i'm sitting here when i was going through this this list and i came across that ad again and i was like i can remember their little bling like you know, uh, lens flares coming off of those clasps. And I was like, man, I wanted that so bad. And, you know, I mean, Battlestar Galactica really only lasted like a little over a year, you know? So I guess it's just, just made an impact. And I totally forgot about the battle pack, which was this cool little rough sack, but it was a cylindrical in shape, even though it was fabric and it had that Battlestar patch on the end, you know? I was just thinking that kid, you can see he's probably about nine or 10 years old in the ad. And he's got that look like he's looking just off of, you know, off camera. And he's got this, yeah, <laughs> look to his face. 
It's like, oh man, that could have been me. But anyway, all right. Well, that brings us to the most heartfelt, heartbreakingest number one toy you never got as a kid. It's not ROM, so I'm 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 I'm, I'm clueless. Drop it on me. What's your number one toy you never got? So num- number one, uh, here you go. I mentioned I was big into Star Wars. Uh-huh. My, and so yeah, probably I guess yeah, pretty much when Star Wars came out, that's probably when I like stopped playing with the six million dollar man and all that because I started getting the action fi- the Kenner action figures. Uh huh. I, I still have all my Star Wars toys. Some of them are so my action figures are here. I brought them to my house now. The vehicles and stuff are still at my parents' house. I haven't figured out where to put them yet. If you go look in my Facebook feed from a couple years ago, they're in there. Um, so I had, now I did not get the early bird special on the action figures. I wasn't, okay. I wasn't that up on things because I was six. Um, but eventually <laughs> I got all the first wave of action figures. I got the second wave of action figures from the original movie. Um, I got x-wing and the tie fighter and i got uh-huh. Darth vader's tie fighter and i got the land speeder and then and then empire came out and i oh i'm sorry i guess in between the second wave and, and star wars i sent i got my proofs of purchase and i sent away for boba fett yes I got my boba fett um and then the empire came out and i started getting all the empire figures and i i I would have to go check. I think I may have all the Empire figures. And then when Jedi came out, I was like 12. Uh-huh. So I wasn't playing with Star Wars toys so much at that point. So I kind of, at that point, my collection kind of ends. Right. Um, I got it. I guess I got an ATST around that time. But the one Star Wars toy that I never got, and I thought it looked so cool was not featured in any of the movies it's something kenner said we need a toy <laughs> we we need more toys for kids to buy we you know mm-hmm. we've gone through a mo- we've done a movie now yeah we're out of stuff we did all the stuff for the movie what are we going to do so they created this thing called the imperial troop transport yes <laughs> i know the one you're talking about yeah so it was this little well it was it was this vehicle it had kind of a cock it kind of had a squarish cockpit on the front and then right. the back had three slots on each side for the storm for the fig- action figures to sit in right or stand in because i think they're like yeah stand Ugh. in i'm sorry yeah. yes they stood in I, and you could put a guy in the in the cockpit i believe and it was electronic and it had voices recorded in it yeah and I think there's, I read a description said something about a droid holding area or something. So, you know, I think you could even throw another action figure or two in between the guys standing in, on the outside. Yeah. And I wanted that one. And I really wanted that one. And I never got that, that wow. one particular Star Wars toy. I never got, I got, the story, I got a remote control R2-D2, which I'm sure was very yep. expensive back then. Mother's convinced it's here somewhere. Um, <laughs> that's the one. That's the one Star Wars toy that is currently not exactly my greatest. Um, yeah. 
anyway, and I'm still go. I went to uh, the local comic book convention last year, and a guy had an Imperial Troop Transport, and I am still tempted to buy one. Yeah, even though I don't need it. Play with it. And well, what what even, does that even come into it? I mean, that well, you know, nobody even worries about I those don't, things. I don't have any place to display it. Yeah. Even so, I, yeah. That's why all my Star Wars stuff is still in boxes because I don't have any place to put. Them. I got too much other stuff. I, well, I mean, I have an R two D two collection sitting here uh, near me. Yeah, that's a cool one. So you do know, I'm sure you know that it's not exactly to correct. To say that that toy has never been the the vehicle that that toy is based off of has never been seen in a Star Wars well, before, right? Now you know what I'm talking about. Um, I well, Marvel used it in the comics, right? Points. I know that, and I'm. So I'm have you have you watched the Mandalorian? Mandalorian? It is okay. They use it when they're in the city. Um, and uh, he ends up jumping into it and there's a robot piling in it or driving it, I guess. And, and he goes to, you know, he's going to shoot the robot basically, but it's the troop transport. I, I mean, when it came on the screen, it was instantly recognizable to me because I, I, I remembered it being one of those, not anywhere else to, you know, a toy, a toy basically made just to sell a toy, you know, right. Hey, let's buy the Imperial short bus for our star troopers yeah but no you have to go back and watch that yeah so i have only watched i've only watched each episode of the mandalorian once so far yeah um but my kids like i said my son my, my son like my youngest son he likes star wars so he, mm-hmm. he was watching it with me and then baby yoda showed up and so then my daughter was like ah! <gasps> So we all watched the Mandalorian together, but we only watched it through once. But since yeah. season two starts next at the end of next month, I, we probably ought to do a recap because I yeah. yes, I forgot that that was in there. But yes, I do, I do distinctly remember there is an issue of the Marvel comic. I want to say it's somewhere in the thirties. Uh huh. They used the troop transport. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's cool. That's a great number one. And I may still. So I think I, I think you should. I may have to like play with it for 15 minutes and then put it back up. You know, I don't even know, but they've been putting out those legacy toys, so they might put it back out or have put it back out, and it's a lot cheaper than the original one. Yeah, but it's not the same. Yeah, the figures they're making these days—they're not the same as my. Figures. No, no, but the toy said that you know my my favorite Star Wars toy of all time was the Snow Speeder. I just loved the way it looked and it had that little, you know, and the, you could put the two figures in it. And yeah, so I, don't, I, I don't have as much, like I said, I got all the vehicles for the first movie. Once Empire came out, I wasn't, I wasn't getting action figures, but I wasn't getting as many as the other toys. I got the ATST. Yeah. And I can't remember if that came out, if I got that before, after Empire or after Jedi. Yeah, and that I think that was the last Star Wars toy. Big that was the last big Star Wars toy I got. Yeah, yeah, I never got an ATAT. Uh, that same guy who had the Starbird had an ATAT. Uh, um, yeah, I had so one of my fr- one of my other friends in elementary school. He and his brother had the ATAT, and the reason my mother bought me the ATST is because she said she talked to that that my 
friend's mother uh-huh. I said, yeah, you really need two people to do this. Yeah. yeah. So this one you could do yourself. Yeah, so the ATSD, yeah, it's got a button on the back. You make it sit there and make it walk. That's cool. I wouldn't know. I never had one. <gasps> but it's not on my list. Okay. Because there were other things I wanted. I'm sure. And that brings us to the number one thing I always wanted and never got. But there's a reason. I never got it. Two reasons. First of all, you know, I guess I never asked for it hard enough. But second of all, it's because they never existed. Hmm? What, what, what's he talking about? 1982, 1983, a series comes on TV, a movie first, and then a series that blew me away. Came on NBC talking about v ah the visitors mm-hmm. not only was it awesome you got the lizards and you got face peeling off and you've got jane Bowder battler eating a gerbil or whatever it was but there's that one scene when after they've been there for a while and i think it was mark singer and there's a bunch of kids playing with visitors as toys there's the little spaceship there's the i remember that yeah yeah so it was in the tv show and i was like oh man those are going to be coming out and you know i was kind of in i was in junior high but i was still a huge nerd and so i wanted to find those figures and i looked and looked and looked and of course you didn't have the internet back then so you couldn't go and look it up was it for years that i found out that they actually never made them? the only thing they ever made was a like a 12 inch visitor toy Mm. Uh, yeah. like an action figure i think i remember seeing ads for that yeah and i think they made like some communicators the same type of like the Mego did where they looked at now um you could you could now get them i think there's a company like i don't think it's retroactive i think it's one of the other ones though that has made them but they haven't made the ship Mm. And they haven't made the gun, which uh, to this day, even as an adult, I can't believe that they didn't capitalize on what a huge market that was. Because I remember in junior high school, everybody talking about that show. I remember when John got his face ripped off, you know, and showed it underneath. We were talking about that for days, (laughs) you know, and uh, who, you know, even at, even at 12, 13, 14, I knew that Diana was a babe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's a lizard. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but um best looking lizard I've seen. I know, huh? <laughs> so that's the toy I never got, but I guess I gotta be okay with it since they never made them. Yeah. I I that that makes it difficult. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. My heart is just so pained right now, pulling up all of these bad memories. But I can't end a show about toys without telling you a quick story about what happened to my Star Wars figures. Oh, dear. Okay. So I got to the age, probably around 12, 13 or so, where I wasn't playing with them as much. Now, I had a bunch of um, Buck Rogers figures and G.I. Joe figures, and some Star Wars figures. And pretty much, we weren't playing with them, and my 
parents said, okay, well, we need to go ahead. We're going to have a, a garage sale and you need to sell them. And I was like, no, I don't want to sell those figures. But word came down from high. They needed to be sold. So we put them out on the, on the folding table that we use for our camping trips. And my parents put a quarter each for them. And I had some cousins come by and they were like, oh, wow, these are great. And they like bought them almost all of the were left. They bought them up. And that was okay because, you know, they're kind of staying in the family. And even though I'm not playing with them that much anymore, I can go over to their house and we can hang out and I could play with them then. They had this cool big building in the back of their house where they had like all this crap in it and a pool table and you could play all, you know. So a couple of weeks later, I go over to their house and my mom, it's her sister. So my mom is hanging out with her sister and I'm like, I'm going to go, let's go out and play with the toys. And I go out there and they're like, yeah, we really don't have that being to play with anymore. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? There was like 20 or 30 of them. And as we start walking out, there's an area of like dirt, a patch of dirt where they do it. And I literally see the strewn limbs of my blown up action figures. Oh no. They like put those M5 things uh. and, uh, and put them taped together and like like Sid from yeah. Toy Story. Yeah. You know? And I was like, no. I am so, so sorry. So you know when, when they come and interview you at T on TV one day and you can look at him <laughs> and say, Yeah, yeah, I figured he'd go crazy. <laughs> I remember this story he told me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So I, I have to answer real quick with a story to that. Um, my grand, so we've been, I've kind of hit, my grandmother bought me a lot of stuff at yard sales, a lot of toys at yard sales. That's why I had a big gym camper and I didn't know who big Jim uh-huh. for my, for my $6 million man at a yard sale. I think when I was with my grandparents, once we got the Mego. USS Enterprise bridge set. Ooh, with the spinning transporter. Yes. With the the complete crew. Wow, really? Had the entire crew. Had nobody else. No aliens at all. Uh Just just the crew. And we picked that yards. I played with that a lot. Yeah. Especially the transporter. This transporter was really cool. Um, And then, yeah, a few years later, went out at the yards that we've just like, I don't play with this anymore. It's going out. I think that's where the $6 million action figures went to oh, put them wow. out in a yard sale. Now I'm hoping that mine are still somewhere intact. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody picked them up and loved them. And you know, maybe they played with them until they fell apart. Yeah. Maybe they're sitting in somebody else on somebody's shelf now somewhere. Right. I love the Mego figures. We could do a whole show on the Mego figures. Those they were, the were ones I had. really, yeah. I love not just the Mego, but I think, um, what was it? Lincoln or LJN made uh, a series called the rookies. And they were, I think later turned into the SWATs. You had, uh, of course, not just the superheroes, excuse me. You had, um, the planet of the apes. You had wizard of Oz, all of those. Oh my God. Those, Migos were so, they they were the shizzle. Didn't have a lot of them, but I I, I really I really had because I loved the SWAT show, so I had almost all of those. Yeah, 
but uh, can, can I make a suggestion? To yes, sir. To close out the episode, and if unless you had something else in mind, go ahead. Can we recap our our top five real quick and say whether we have the, we got them? Yeah, that's a great a idea. Child? Yeah, that's a great idea. You go go ahead. So, so your number five, Starbird. Okay. The, See it behind you. Oh, intruder. I don't have the intruder. Oh, that's right. I'm I looking have, at my list. I have a starboard. Yes, I do have a starboard now. I don't have an intruder. And I wasn't honestly looking for the star, the starboard I got. It was just like, ah, they've got it. I'll send you 20 bucks. <laughs> for a while. Um, so anyway, starboard and true. I got a starboard. I do not have a star. Still do not have an intruder. Right. Um, the highway police chase said, I don't think I've ever seen one of those in person. Yeah. It's not. You know, it's not a licensed thing, so the people that might be interested are probably the ones that had one. They were they were little, or maybe people like me was like, I never got one. <laughs> um, number three was Maskatron. I never got a Maskatron, and I don't have any six million dollar toy man toys anymore. So oh, wow, I probably will not get one of those. Number two, Rom the Space Knight. Yeah, like I said, I got three now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I picked up a few of those. And the Imperial, number one, the Imperial Troop Transport, I still have never bought one, but I'm tempted every time I see one for sale somewhere until I see the price tag. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so my number five, don't have it, Starbird, you have it, you'll send it to me, that'll be great. Uh, my number four, $6 million man Bigfoot, I do have one now, don't have it in the box, but still. Star Trek Communicators and Tricorders. Nope, don't have that. The Battlestar Galactica New Warrior Battle Jacket and Battle Pack. Don't have that. Are you going to buy? You said there was a company making. There is. Again. Are you going to get one? I don't hey. have that same svelte okay. figure that I had when I was that age. So it'll be fun. I look like what? Boomer? Or what was the guy saying? The, the, the chubby guy? Oh, uh, uh, I'd forgotten. Anyway, you could. Maybe your maybe your daughters would like to wear them. Yeah, maybe so. You know, or maybe I can get a a, a Will Riker um, <laughs> bodice that will help. There you go. <laughs> and of course, number one, I don't have them, but you know, right. I'm I, I may go out and try to find that company that's been making them. Um, they look like they would be made from the '80s. Uh, great toy line that reaction, but I'm not sure who did these. So, so we're we're uh, we're both one for one then. You've got your wrong. No I'm, no, I'm two. I got, well, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I don't have the intruder. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, we're and, right. And then, and then I have mine. So, yeah. hey, we're, we're doing pretty good. We're 20% of what we wanted, you know? So, <laughs> awesome. Well, listen, this has been a ton of fun. I'm glad that we finally got to sit down and do it. Yep. And uh, I can't wait for the next episode that we're going to do because it is going to be my my foray into video podcasts and I'm, I'm so looking forward to doing it. Um, I've just got to get my hair and makeup guy uh, over here and, you know, then we'll be ready. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to get a haircut before we yeah. do that. I, I said, you, you know, my guy, uh, which is a set of clippers that I got at Walmart. But, I, I, I got a guy as my wife. <laughs> at least during the, during these times. Yeah. You know, amen. Amen. Um, so anything else you want to throw out before we wrap it up? 
Um, I think we have probably done enough. It has been very a pleasure to be on your podcast. Well, thank, thank you, you very sir. much. I'm very excited to uh, have you on here, and 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 I want to thank you for taking the time out because I know you did you know a good bit of research to getting everything together. Um, and I'd also like to thank all of you out there in the podcast universe for joining us for this episode of Fade Five from Fans. We love putting out the show, and we'll continue to release episodes every Friday, with notwithstanding another hurricane. You can find us on our shiny new website www.fave5fromfans.com. You can still find us at the Acadiana Open Channel's podcast network, or you can subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, and as of this week, iHeartRadio. Woo, yeah, we've made it now. <laughs> and pretty much really anywhere you can catch a podcast. Please remember to review and give us a five-star rating wherever you listen so more people can hear about the show and we can continue to grow Faith 5. It really means a lot to us if you want to just say a quick word, but if nothing else, just leave us that five-star review and it'll help us push up in the ratings. Really hoping to break the top 1,000. Um, <laughs> you can also interact with us at Twitter at fave the number five from fans on our facebook page and on the gram Ugh, i always mess that up and on the gram as the kids say well most of the kids lily doesn't say it we here at Fave five from fans are excited to be part of the slightly irregular podcast network you can find us at sipnet.us or on the gram the sip network is a varied group of podcasters like the terrible terror podcast the podcast from another world dead hand radio the paranormal Pativity, angry dad podcast Arr! back in time podcast i just love singing that from the wastes and us faith five from fans and remember folks it may not be the best, it may not be the most popular, but if it's your favorite, then it's good enough for us. Lee, say goodnight. Goodbye. This is Hulk Boy from Hollywood signing off. <laughs>